Awakening the faithful, reaching the lost, and making church matter. Welcome to the Rebuilt Podcast. If you love your parish, listen to this podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rebuilt Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly, joined by Tom once again this month, and it's October. Is Halloween canceled in your neighborhood, Tom? <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Halloween yet. So, Do you like Halloween? Uh, that's my favorite holiday. Halloween is your favorite holiday? <laughs> it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you want to know why? We need to start over. Do you want to yeah, know why? Okay, yes. Me? Please tell me why. So here's what I love about Halloween, or at least I had, and, and who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> I love October weather, first of all. Okay. I love autumn, sure, fall I'm with you. weather. Mm-hmm. I love taking walks. Mm-hmm. So I love walking around in the neighborhood. Um, I love the community that's there, actually. People are just friend. Like, again, it's the problem of our world right now is, you know, neighbors, whatever. I, I Honestly, I don't know a lot of them. I've had new people move in. I say hello some. But it, there's like a really good spirit on Halloween. Like people are outside in their front front. They got little fires. You're so smiling. True. You're giving yep. candy. I love watching my little kids dress up. They look cute. They love it. I like being with them. I always loved Halloween as a kid, again, for just like going around the, the same reason. I loved that cool weather. Mm-hmm. And it's so low pressure. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. And it's over in one day. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I would love Halloween <laughs> to go longer, like longer in the evening. Like it's always sh- too short for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would love, and you get a walk, you get exercise. Well, just you know, you sit candy. down with one of your neighbors around the fire pit and then your Halloween is longer. We should do that. And I, I so it, it's my, it's my favorite. And I know it's like, it's not even a holiday and some Christians think it's wrong. It's and like, evil. And well, it's all Hallow's Eve. It's yeah. hollow means holy, right? So it's my favorite holiday. I love your explanation. I'm glad <laughs> I asked why. It might be my favorite I don't have too. to buy gifts. Oh, I don't have like, yes. <laughs> I don't have, like Thanksgiving, I'm honestly some not. sort a, of magic around. Yeah, Thanksgiving. I actually don't like Thanksgiving dinner all that much, so it's mm. it's my favorite one. Christmas again is all that pressure to Christmas. Yeah. Um, Tom yeah. hates Christmas. Everyone. I don't. I don't. Hate I it. know. I, I'm just kidding. But anyway, it's my favorite. It's holiday. It's a little joke. Around it's my here. favorite holiday, even though it's not really even a holiday. It's not even a day off necessarily. Okay. Now this year it's the worst possible too, because Saturday is the worst possible night it can be. Why? For because I work at a church and I'm working oh, Saturday, right, so right, I work right, until right. like I'll have to be here till like six o'clock. And then go. So like you got to get home and trick yeah, or treat. Yeah, maybe I'll see if I can get out of it. I don't know if there's going to be any trick or treating. Yeah, I don't know either. So anyway, it's my all right. Home. Great. <laughs> that's not holiday. what we're talking about. That is not What's what we're talking holiday? about. But we could my just... favorite holiday. I mean, it has to be Christmas. Okay. I I love Christmas. I just love the spirit of it and the magic feel and just feeling like a kid and the anticipation. I love and I love creating a little magic for my kids. And I do now that they're teenagers. It's not as fun but yeah that's that's got to be my favorite my husband's is thanksgiving okay because of the turkey bowl and all the stuff he has okay. his class reunion around here in baltimore we people love thanksgiving around here because okay. there's a high school football game rivalry and yeah it's fun but that's not what we're here to talk about no it isn't <laughs> um we are here to talk about getting wise counsel getting wise counsel some wisdom and so last time we talked about Getting wise counsel from God, and this week, which is which I loved, I loved that, um, and this week I love even more because I I do need to surround myself with wise counsel, um, but wise counsel from your counsels, counsel from your counsels. So great, and you admit you don't have a lot of experience with this. No, I don't. I've not been a part of the financial council or the parish council. I I do not. 
I don't usually volunteer to sit on committees like that, and nor have I been involved as an employee with right. any of that. So this will be, um, so be a learning experience. Yeah, for yeah, I'm so excited. And this one we're going to talk about just kind of the basics of it, and then we're going to talk about granular in the next podcast, November podcast, about different ways we've done this and implemented it. Okay. So just kind of a basic kind of overview of why we want to get wise counsel in general. We, I think we looked at this a little bit last time, but if we didn't, uh, Proverbs 24, three by wisdom, the house is built by understanding it is established and by knowledge, it is filled with all good things. So we want to get wisdom in general because wisdom knows what to do. Understanding knows how to establish it and knowledge knows how to fill it with all good things. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, Proverbs fifteen twenty two, without counsel plans go wrong, but with many advisors they succeed. Mm. So many advisors, uh, and then uh, Proverbs twenty four six: a wise man is better than a strong man, and a man of knowledge than he who has strength. For by wise guidance you can wage your war, and in the abundance of counselors there is victory. Mm. So victory, success. Of course, I love the, all the war analogies and battles yeah. and stuff like that. You know that so. Um, so look a little bit about the wisdom, the understanding and the knowledge we need to get wise counsel from our councils. Yeah, this is so good. I love the, the middle proverb that you read without counsel plans go wrong and with many advisors, they succeed. Like I feel that even on a really like tiny scale of just when I'm sending a, a, a touchy email or something, if I have someone else read it or I sleep on it. Or I ask my husband about it and maybe have somebody at work read it that I'm sending a completely different email and it goes so much better. Yeah. If I ask for input. So that's just a, a tiny little example. I think that's, yeah, I think it's huge though. And we don't slow, it's it's tough because I don't know if mm-hmm. you're a driver, I'm a driver, I want to get things done. Ugh, I just want the inbox to be empty. Yeah, Let me or, just get this email out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you just want to get something done, asking for advice can feel like sideways energy. Yep. But it can also save you a lot of pain in the future oh. if you if you do. And obviously, the smaller it is, a little email to, you know, you don't need advice on every single thing. No, but, no, no. <laughs> but a major communication. Yeah. You know, something a bunch of people are going to receive. Yeah, right. Just other eyes on it for the typos and stuff like that yep. as well. Or, yeah, you really want to say it that way. Or I'm not clear what you said there. Right. But that's a great example. of. Yeah. I've learned my lesson a number of times sending poor communications out. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes if we yeah, if we had just gotten a little bit of advice from mm-hmm. someone else, mm-hmm. and then there, that's from like a, an email or a simple communication, and then like a big, right. huge project like building right. a new building or uh-huh. how your your children's ministry or student ministry or whatever you're doing just to get counsel, uh, having an event, something like that, you know, it can be very, very helpful. So. All right. So we're already answering our first question. Why is it wise to build councils? Yes. Uh, and so, number, yeah, we're right. Good, good segue there. Uh, we're already make, answering it. So. Right. It's going to make you. So, look at here's uh, how many reasons we have here. We have five, I think. I don't know, four, sorry. So, four reasons to build counsel, mm-hmm. why you want to do this. Uh, by wisdom, the house is built. So, uh, it's going to make you more effective and successful. Um, and this is what I love about the church. And I, I feel like this is such a big idea. And I haven't figured out how to get my arms completely around it yet. Mm. But the church is the mm-hmm. only organization in the world that draws from all the major sectors of society on a regular basis. That we have people mm-hmm. from education, we have people from business, we have people from the medical world, we have people from entertainment and government, and all these people, we have access to people who are in all these different fields. It's really an amazing privilege we yeah. have. Yeah, I remember go- I went to the um, I went to a drive conference, my first drive conference that I went to, gosh, eight years ago now. 
And um, Andy Stanley was uh, is the pastor of North Point Community Church, where the conference is, and he was talking about getting people on your team, and whether it be ministers or you know uh, wise counsel, whatever you need. You need musicians, you need ministers, and he said he started saying, "Oh, you think you don't have what we have to do the work to rebuild your church? They're in your pews. Right. Oh, you need a musician." They are in your pews. You need somebody in education to help you with how to do the kids program. They're in your pews. You need somebody to help with your building. Like, and it just struck me that, that yes, we have all those people surrounding us and they're coming every week. They're invested or every other week, if that is the case, but they're out there. Yeah. We have an embarrassment of riches. So, Mm. uh, so part of it is just, there's so much wisdom out there. Our role is to, to tap it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it will make us more successful and more effective. Um, so, and, and we have, the, I have this in the notes of Proverbs fifteen twenty two again. Plans will fail for lack of wisdom, but with many advisors, they succeed. Mm-hmm. Number two, it's a key way in which we make disciples. Why do we do this? Because our role, again, as members of the parish and leaders of a parish, is to help people do the ministry or to tap into these resources and help people see their gifts as a way to build God's kingdom. And so uh, this is a way that people can give their time and their knowledge and their ability to build up the church and build God's kingdom. And so that helps them grow as followers of Jesus Christ. Everyone who serves on a staff would know, I grow <laughs> when I have to be in ministry, I grow. I yeah. become more like Christ. There's a, a, It helps me connect to Jesus in a new way mm-hmm. that I don't in any other way. Well, the same is true. If we get people on, get wisdom, give them the opportunity to give um, their feedback, their lessons— their insight to our the projects we're doing as a church, they're going to grow as followers of Christ too. They're going to see how God is using them. So right, and so many people don't even think that their skill set matches with ministry, right? And so when we invite them in, we're showing them that they were made for this as well. Yeah, and that again, that's our our eyes to see. Like you were saying, Andy made people mm-hmm. church leaders see that. Then as church leaders, we have to help others see that they, their gifts can be used to build God's kingdom. That's right. Uh, third uh, reason why we do this is it builds our coalition. So it expands the number of people just invested in the parish. And again, it's a little bit of a paradox. You would think sometimes if you ask somebody for their advice or wisdom or to serve that like somehow you're withdrawing. No, mm-hmm. it builds up. It builds up the relationship because right. people like to be asked, people what do you think? People love to be asked. <laughs> so... Um, so it expands the number of people that are invested in the vision, the mission, and the strategy of the parish, um, and that can know what's going on. Again, so much is going on in a parish, we forget. Uh, I was just in a, in a coaching session with another parish yesterday, or co- in our coaching group, and one of the guys was saying, I'm still amazed how little people know about our parish. Mm. And a lot of other things are going on, so I didn't get to address it, but the reality is, mm-hmm. yeah, people don't know what's going on. Right. That's our job is to tell them, to tell them. And to communicate in creative ways. And one of the ways we're doing that is by getting people who are more and more people inside and sharing information and letting them know and being our counselors. Mm-hmm. Hey, here are the issues we're sol- we have. Oh, you guys, ha- I didn't even know that was a problem for you guys, or I didn't even think yeah. about that. Now I have resources for that. Yeah, right. And and they're now engaged in the parish. And what you're doing, and here's what we're trying to accomplish, and here's the vision we have. And as they, you're getting advice from them, they're just becoming more aware of what's going on. And as they become more aware, they're becoming more invested in it. 
then they can mm-hmm. communicate it to other people again and, and little side you know it's like they go over someone else's house or they have a community yeah. party oh yeah you know what's going on over nativity right do you know what's going on at such and such parish they're mm-hmm. doing this and it's creating again your coalition to accomplish what you want to accomplish the vision and mission of the parish um Again, and it create again creates momentum as our parish as a movement. Again, the church is supposed to be a movement changing the world, and as you get and a movement, requires people. People, yes, <laughs> and people who are not just quantity of people, which is part of it, but also quality of people who have more and more of their minds and hearts. Mm. So, and build your coalition. Um, third, your councils they grow you as a leader. Uh, leaders are learners. The moment you stop learning, you stop leading. That's Rick Warren, not mine. But, um, <laughs> but. They help you grow, like they, you know, iron sharpens iron. Another, another proverbs, right? And as yeah. you learn from leaders, again, you are learning, you are growing. Uh, another proverb says, you know, it says, "Listen to wise counsel, and you'll gain wisdom for the future." So sometimes, you know, we might be looking for counsel, and we want like exactly the right answer to something, and we don't quite get it, but we get a little nugget for the future. Right. That just having conversations with people who can give us wisdom is going to grow us as a leader. Um, uh, you know, and again, we get a greater perspective too from people who are in our parish, but not thinking about it 40 to 50 hours a week. Like we get lost right. in the weeds. That's, to me, that's one of the most important moves right there for having wise counsel is that we are lost in the weeds. We think about this 50 hours a week. And so you bring someone else in and they could just throw out, you know, even some of my friends that I talk to throw out some great ideas sometimes because right. they're not in it and they see it differently. And also they're, they're parishioners, you know, and so they, they kind of know what they want. If they're parents, they know what they want for their kids. So you do get this whole new perspective, which to me is just a great reason to seek outside counsel. Yeah. So why, why build these councils? Number one, it's going to help you maximize uh, effectiveness of your church, be more mm-hmm. successful. Number two, it's doing what Jesus said to do. It's making disciples. Three, it builds a coalition. And four, it's going to grow you personally as a leader. So we're going to take a break here, and we'll be back in just a Did you know that Rebuilt is now available as an audiobook? Hear the compelling and inspiring story of how Father Michael and Tom brought their parish back to life in the voices of the authors themselves. Understand the vision and strategies that made Nativity a church of growing disciples, growing disciples. Cardinal Timothy Dolan said about Rebuilt, if you love your parish, read this book. But now you can listen to it too. You can find Rebuilt in audiobook format on audible.com. Just search for Rebuilt and listen away. Welcome back, everyone, to the Rebuilt Podcast. Today, Tom and I are talking about seeking wise counsel from councils. Your financial counsel, your parish counsel, uh, there are people in your pews who can help with whatever issue you are dealing with. And so we talked about why to um, to gather a council of people for wisdom. Now we want to talk about, okay, well, how? How do we do that, Tom? Yeah, and so, uh, you know, and we use this, this Proverbs 24.3, by wisdom the house is built, by understanding it is established, and by knowledge it's filled with all good things. So, as you said, understanding is what. First of all, understand what you're looking for. Uh, so, you know, we hear about parish councils that, and have had experience with parish councils that don't work because the staff is work, looking for the wrong insight or wisdom from them. So here's a, here's our big example of this, right? Okay, I was going to ask. Do not go to your parish council to ask about what is the core strategy of how to make disciples. 
that's your job. Right. Right. It, and you can have really smart people, but it's not their expertise. So like, right. again, we hear of parish councils in our, that where the, the pastor comes and says, all right, what's our grand strategy to make disciples, mm. our grand strategy for what we're going to be as a church, right? A hospital does not say, okay, what's our plan to treat people, <laughs> <laughs> right? They bring a board of advisors on, they're helping them, but you guys are the doctors, right? <laughs> you guys are the, yeah, that right? question is too big for, yeah. For the council, you know, Southwest has people on their board, you know, a, a, a guy actually I'll use United because there is actually men of our parishes on the United board. Okay. They don't go to him and say, how do we fly our planes? <laughs> they know how to fly the planes, yes. right? If they're asking this guy, Jim, how to fly the planes, they're in trouble. Now, Jim is a business guy. He can help him how to run the business side. Right. So, you got to be asking the right people the right mm. questions. And even if you have really smart people, but you're not asking them the right things and you don't know what you're looking for from them, they can't help you. Um, so, again, you might be looking for, are you looking for business counsel? Are you looking for human resources? You know, one of the things that came out of this is I think we need some help with our human resources and attracting talent, attracting people here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got to find some people who can tell us how to do that. So that's going to be the point. You know, um, and they can help us with that. They can yeah. say, well, here's what we do. And, you right. know, but they can't tell us, well, how do you run a great small groups program? Or should you even be doing small groups? Right. Like, like we got to, we went to other churches to find Can't out. Find we found out. successful churches mm-hmm. doing that and said, okay, help us build the main business, <laughs> so to speak. Right. But you can't ask in the main business. You got to ask, you know, people who start working in it with you can help you. But again, know what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you want... A lot of things we're, we're trying to look for is different perspectives from life groups. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think our message team is a little bit example of that. I want right. people on our message team that are singles and in their 20s. And, you know, we have um, moms, mm-hmm. you know, and then we have... Moms of teens, moms of younger kids. Yeah. You know, I want a, a single, you know, because I just want different perspectives. So right. that's the counsel I'm looking for. That's part of our message team and what we're putting together. Mm-hmm. Um Again, I don't ask them, how do you write a message? I know how to do that. Right. <laughs> but I want your perspective. I want on, your perspective. Yeah. yeah. And we're ongoing trying to learn how to be better communicators in general. But then, yeah. um, and then help you evaluate your plans, right? Sometimes you want that. That's what you're looking for. All right. Mm-hmm. Here's our plan. What do you think? What do Give you think? Give us some feedback. Yeah, yeah. Poke holes in it. Just mm-hmm. kind of like you were saying earlier yeah. with the email, because you see things we don't see. Right. So what are you looking for from that council? You have to be very clear. Yeah, that's that's great. You need to, and you need that's to understand great. that. Here's what I hope to get from this right. council. You have to be willing to take feedback well too if you're going to go through this process, huh? Yeah, you got to be learning. Yeah. You're looking for wisdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, another way, another thing we have to understand, understanding is established. You have to understand what you're looking for, then you have to understand who the right people are. Mm-hmm. As you you laughed at this in the notes. Yeah, when I was reading through this. Tom wrote, "Don't you don't want to ask your broke brother-in-law to be on the financial council?" Like, okay, that's a good point. <laughs> we think, don't we don't want his advice, right? And that's that's stolen <laughs> from Dave Ramsey, yeah. Okay, but right. So, uh, you know, some things we talk about. You know, you want someone who's competent. Mm-hmm. Again, as I said, we're trying to look for someone maybe can help us attracting resources. So we want someone who's attracted people to a business. Now mm-hmm. it's going to look different. Uh, culture. They should definitely build into the culture of what you're trying to build. Mm-hmm. You know, we want them to to. Uh, like our culture at Nativity here, you uh, have character. to you have to define your culture before you before you, you invite them in. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we would say for us here, you know, come up some of our values. We want to keep things simple. Yep. We want to be adaptable. You got to be, you know, you have to be growth oriented. Mm-hmm. We want to grow. We want to create excellence. Um, and you're committed. You know, some of our yeah. ours here. 
character obviously we're looking for good character people mm -hmm. high integrity and that kind of thing and chemistry you want to like these people yeah you know if you're going to have you don't want to be like oh board meeting i gotta go talk to so-and-so right <laughs> i mean yeah you have to have some sort of positive relationship with them yeah to be asking for their wisdom and then i i just put this in here you want people smarter than you mm -hmm. you should some be some people are very threatened by people that are smarter than them yeah if you're not a little intimidated by them <laughs> that's a problem I and mean, not always because sometimes you have a good relationship with them but like our rebuilt board i'm intimidated by a couple of people on the team yeah because they're smarter than they're again yeah. one of the and you're pretty smart I, I well i don't know about that but so you know i just respect them i don't want to waste their time i know mm -hmm. they're making a, a, a thing so i'm like i i just have a little bit of there's a, just a little bit a little bit of fear every meeting. I'm like, I want this meeting to be good for them because mm -hmm. I want to value their time. Yeah. And I don't want them to walk. I want them to walk away saying, I'm glad I was there. I added value. I added value. And I'm doing yeah. something good. So, um, but you want people smarter than you. And because that's why you, you know, yeah. or at least smarter than you again in different areas of, of they know something you don't know. That's yeah. why they're part of your council. Yeah. And that's in, and probably when you're, you know, collecting those people, you got to figure out how to, how you know that. Who do you know that's smarter than you? Yeah, and it, it's been said, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in trouble as a leader. Yeah, because you're not going to learn anything. Yeah. Um, and then third kind of thing is, and this is somewhat connected to the first one, but you need to have clear goals and responsibility for the team. So it's a little bit different because once you know what you want them to do and once you have the right people, then mm -hmm. you can say, okay, here's what we're going to achieve. So so a couple ideas of boards or, or councils we put together. So a project team. So there the goal is pretty clear. We had a building project. Right we brought together a team of a kind of intersection of people in construction, people in law, because you had to deal with the, the mm -hmm. county with that, right. and people in fundraising. Mm -hmm. Well, when the project was built, that was done, right? Was we, done. You know, we're yeah. not meeting anymore, but you know, so it's, it's, there's a project team, maybe you have a project. Um, maybe it's accountability. This is kind of more, I think, when it comes to parish council and a financial council, mm -hmm. you know, we're going to, tell you what we're going to do. We're going to do it. We're yeah. going to help you and keep And their job is to ask a lot of questions, right? Right. Yeah. I have been to a couple financial council meetings. Okay, Not right. really my bag, but okay. <laughs> they did just like, they just ask a lot of questions, which is great. They're seeking to understand what we're doing so they can give us the the feedback. Right. And they can hold you to a plan, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Um, again, that, and there's a little, there's again, there's the health of that, like financial council. Brandon will be like, well, I have to go to the finance, you know, I got to go talk to those people. I got to yep. be there and they're mm -hmm. holding me accountable and I got to answer mm -hmm. to them or, you know, and I, that's why I go to those meetings too, because I, I, I want to feel that. Yeah. Like in mm. spending money, because I am a spender. I would spend money. So you go to all the financial council meetings. Um, I go to most. I try to get out of them. Actually, I tried to get out of that, but <laughs> I said, look, we got Brandon, we got Sue who's on our team, yeah. but Brandon's asked me to keep going. Cause I think he thinks I'll spend too but much money spend, otherwise. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's been said about any kind of board, you want wealth, wisdom, or work, or some combination thereof. Mm. Do you want, is it wealth? Do you want, you know, some places, that's why they have people on their board, because sure. they want their money. Mm -hmm. I think most parishes, that's not really why we want people. Although, again, it will help. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's, there's one, you know, our rebuilt board, there's someone who I invited on that board, and he's given to that. Um, so it's been huge. Um and I think that it's always part. We do need people giving. So, but I don't think that's usually the main thing. Wisdom is usually what we want from people. Yeah. And sometimes work, but I think usually it's a little bit of work. You know, mm -hmm. that a lot of times, at least I've found that we got to go run the play, so to speak. Yeah. 
um, overall. But I do find like you'll find a couple of people that will really give the work to mm. you. Like, yeah. um, so example, Mike Kovacs, who was part of our oh, yeah. our um, building team. Mm-hmm. He just does a ton of stuff for us and yeah. like he gets things done for us. So, but you got to be clear. What's the responsibility? What are you, what are you trying to achieve? Um, and give some work, I think, but a lot of times it's more the wisdom and we go run the plays. They're just giving us insight. And then again, what experience, um, again, I think most, again, should be about most boards or councils should be about wisdom and counsel and the staff needs to drive the work. Not always. Um, I mean, probably, I mean, some ways, you know, you talked about not having councils, but you had a council for student ministry. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we, we just didn't call it a council. We called it more of like our leadership team, team. but I mean, we met with them every single week and we evaluated the program every single week. And they were also workers, you know, they would, they would take a little to-do list with them after those meetings, but, but they were definitely there to give us wisdom. Right. Mostly. You wanted wisdom. And, yeah. So yeah. we give, you know, you could kind of do a percentage, like 75% wisdom, 25% yeah. work kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. Give it a kind of percentage if you want. That helps. Yeah. So we, we need to understand again, those three things. What are you trying to, you know, what are you trying to accomplish with them? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, getting the right wisdom back from them, uh, the right people clear goals and responsibilities and then the third is by knowledge it is filled with all good things so how you know here's kind of more the tactical things to make this happen um again know what are the issues you're facing and what feedback so when you meet with them what are the things mm-hmm. you need to put on the agenda right yes. this is what we're facing make a right good, now good clear agenda and what you're asking of them right so and again this is tough because we know all these different things. I know, I know with my rebuilt board, I'm like, all this is going on. I'm like, all right, I got to tell them the story and then focus them on here's what I want from you. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this is where the next one comes into play, I think. This is one I struggle with is okay, go ahead. give the right amount of information. I mean, I just want to tell the whole story. I want I want people to know everything because I feel like they need to know everything. See, that's where we're opposites. I guess I'm not sure where yeah. we are in the Myers-Briggs, but I'm like, I, I get too brief to the point and people are like, Okay, I need some context. And I give too much. Okay. For sure. Yeah, so you got to give. Got to work on that. You got to give them the right amount of context. Mm -hmm. And this is why it's good if people are on there for a while because they're following the story, right? So, someone's like on our financial Mm -hmm. council, the very first time they come, we got to fill them in on a bunch of stuff. But the people have been on our council for a while. Now we don't need to fill them in all that. They know the narrative, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, you got to give them the right amount of information. and, and, And that's why I would say, continuing to give them information in between meetings. Mm. I'm trying to get better at this right now. Yeah. Um, is that an email or is it a phone call or, uh, you know, for both? my rebuilt board, um, we were doing a little bit of an email, like a little video, just saying, here's what's going on. Also, I want to see people check in. Like I'm trying to make it so each couple of us are responsible just to check in with one person mm-hmm. at a time, mm-hmm. but you got to give them right information. Cause then that, at least the next one, we want to build a relationship. Yep. The trust matters mm-hmm. that, Again, I think we do forget this oftentimes in meetings, at least, again, if you're a driver or want to get things done. All right, let's just get to agenda. Yeah. Right. In the COVID crisis, um, a few meetings into the rebuilt board, I just started the meeting by saying, how are you doing? And I, I always thought like, these everybody are guys, like, what's he talking about? I thought like these are guys are so successful. They're probably being like, yeah, I'm fine. We spent like 15 minutes. People just like, yeah, I feel alone. I feel wow. like I'm by myself. And I got I'm like. Wow. And they just thanked me for it. Like, thanks. So, geez, a simple question. Right. Relationships matter. Right. Trust matters. So I, I know there is a thing and I, I, I'm very much like this. Get to the agenda and I want to get done. Yeah, I want to get too. it finished. But so build, much so that I don't always pray before a meeting too. Yeah, like, well, all right, that, let's go. Yeah. Pray yeah. and build the relationship. I think 
And especially at a church, I think we have we have latitude to do that. So we want to be doing that. Uh, another thing to get good counsel, set terms of service. How long should they plan to be on it? Mm-hmm. What's the thing? Now, I, my own advice on this rebuilt board, I haven't really done that yet, but uh, and we and we need to go back to our own councils actually and do all this. Like how long, you know, it's a three-year yeah. term on the parish council. It's a five, wow. two-year term on financial council, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Now, here's a very key thing on the terms of service. The terms of service should serve you in creating clear expectations, but should, I would say, not limit how long you have somebody serve on a council. So don't like box yourself in. So, all right, it's a three-year term and you get two terms and six years they're out or whatever. I would say make that as long as you want. But yeah. you set the terms of service so that... They have an opportunity. You have an opportunity, right? Right. Hey, yeah. it's a three-year term and now you're coming off and, yeah. hey, it's probably time or I'm, right. they can come to you and they don't have to feel guilty. That's right. It's, it's again, just... To, you're off the hook if you want to be. Yeah. Or so yeah. it sets the conversation up. Hey, right. hey, Joe, we said two years. This is the end of two years. We said this. Now, again, I have to do much better at this, but set plan, terms of service just so it's a good way to have the conversation yeah. every once in a while about whether it's still working for them or yep. for the church. Mm. And then rhythm of meetings, you know, that's kind of a, a simple thing, but usually we're quarter for our parish council and financial council. Our rebuilt board, we've been meeting once a month right now um, just because we're kind of a startup and we feel like we're a startup and we need to keep them in, invested. Um, again, most of our things are usually once a quarter. I'm, again, I emailed Sue, who's on our team, about this kind of human resources slash talent attracting team mm-hmm. and i think hey we got to get two meetings in before christmas i think try to get because that we're trying to build momentum so that's obviously not gonna be once a quarter we're gonna it's not gonna be enough so once a quarter in general but i think if you're starting something up it needs to be probably monthly bi-monthly kind of thing so all right well listen those are that is the how of forming your councils um understand what you're looking for get the right people with the right skill set on board set some clear goals and communicate responsibilities for the team and know issues that you're facing and know the people on the team we'll be right back to wrap up is your church looking to take the next step on your journey to rebuilding then the Rebuilt Parish Association is the place for you. Join a group of like-minded parishes with the focus on reaching the unchurched in their communities. As a member of the RPA, you will have unlimited access to resources on homilies, small groups, kids and student programs, and much more. And now, as a brand new feature of RPA membership, we are introducing parish visits. Our own rebuilt team will visit your parish and give you practical advice and tips on how to make your local church a staple in your community. Visit our website at rebuiltparishassociation.com to find out more. That's rebuiltparishassociation.com. Welcome back to the Rebuilt Podcast. Tom and I have been talking about uh, building some wise counsel into your uh, leadership team, your structure at your parish. And so, Tom, wrap up for us. How do how do we do that? What what are our action steps? Well, I, I think just right now, as you listen to this, is there wisdom? You know, is there counsel you need to get started? As I said, mm-hmm. in kind of preparing for this, I realized we need. I was reminded of something I've I've wanted to start this kind of human resources mm-hmm. town attracting counsel for a while. Um, it was actually funny. I had a neighbor. So last year, sorry, I'm going to tell this story, but I had a neighbor who works for a a company right around here in human resources. Mm -hmm. And last year I ran to him on the soccer field and said, Hey, I would love for you to get to do this. I have this idea. 
It's like, yeah, I'm interested. I'll help you. So in August, I'm walk. So almost a year later, I'm walking my dog. <laughs> I walk right by his house, and I'm like, and we're talking. And I forgot all about this. And I'm like, oh yeah, you. I'm like, what do you do again, Matt? And he's like, yeah, I work for Human Resources. Tell me. I'm like, you know what I want to start? He's like. Yeah, you yeah, told you me told that year. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. Uh, okay. But I mean, he wasn't mad. He's like, all right, yeah, I want to do it. And so it's just funny. It might take you a while. Yeah. But yep. now's the time to get something started. So maybe that's where you are. <laughs> Understanding maybe just there's ways to make it better. You realize you have some counsels, but it's not clear what you want from them. And so clarify that. Um, and then some skills, again, just in, maybe it's like more in the meetings. You need mm-hmm. to be building relationships in the meeting. You need to set terms of service. You need rhythm of meetings, whatever that is. Maybe figure out the one action step you need from here. Now, next month, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about all the different ways we have done this. So we're going to fill out the picture of ways you might want to get started on this. So Great. Let me pray for us in closing. All right. Heavenly Father, we praise you and we thank you for all the wise counsel in our lives. And Lord, I just pray for all those parishes that are um, moving forward with projects and initiatives and rebuilding that uh, they would... You would bring to light and bring those people, those wise people that are that are smarter than us and and that have the skill set to help us, God, to just move this mission forward to love you and to love others. And so we pray all this in the name of your son Jesus. Amen. Amen.